It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fan? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 21st in the year 2021. And no matter if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast or if you're watching us on YouTube or watching us on WKYC.com, I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes a part of your day. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JSteven07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked On Buckeye lineup for today. In segment number two, we will continue our discussion about the quarterback competition. Today is all about C.J. Stroud. Segment number three, we will be joined by Mr. Ross Jackson, the host of Locked on Saints. Once again, as we continue our discussion going around the NFL, discussing and talking about expectations for former Buckeyes this year in the National Football League. But before we get to any of that, I'll remind you to make sure you check out the live NBA Draft show because NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This year, right now, not this year, this point in the season, this point in the year, it is talking season. Media days are going on. Big 12, SEC, ACC, MAC, the SWAC. I mean, there's so much going on as far as media and people are talking and asking questions to different coaches, different players. And honestly, It's a great time of year. Fall camp will be starting very, very soon for your Buckeyes. So it's a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss about Buckeye football and what is to come this season. The Big Ten does not put out a preseason rank or preseason, um, Big Ten preseason all first, second, third team. They don't do that as a conference. So I got the bright idea. Instead of predicting who the all Big Ten team will be at the end of the season, How about we just predict which Buckeyes will be there at the end of the season that'll be on the first team, will be first team Big Ten honorees. So I got some for offense. I got some for defense. And I truly think that this is a fun little exercise. And when you hear what I'm going to say, you might agree, you might not agree. But that's the fun part of right now. This is talking season. This is where a lot of the debates begin and get drawn out until the beginning of football. So we'll start with the offense, then move on to the defense to see what players Jay thinks will be all Big Ten honorees at the end of the season. At the quarterback position, whoever starts at quarterback, you'll find out who I think that is on Friday, which will fill this spot. Whoever starts at quarterback, will be, I believe, all Big Ten at the end of the season for two reasons. One, offensive line is going to be amazing. You're going to have guys 
Petit Freire and Mumford on the ends protecting you. you gotta got Paris Johnson at the right guard position. I think you're probably gonna have Matt Jones and Harry Miller. Matt Jones at left guard, Harry Miller at center. I know how everybody thinks about Harry Miller, but I think putting him back at his regular position is the most ideal thing, not just for this team, but for him as well. You could have Luke Whipler in there in the O line, but I think it's I think those five I just mentioned will be set. The running back position is really going to aid this new quarterback early because you're going to have phenomenal play from the running backs no matter who it is. And you have the best receivers in the Big Ten, receiving corp in the Big Ten, some say in, in the country. I haven't looked at and dove into every team to say if that's true or not, but if Phil, Steele, Phil Steele says that Ohio State has the best wide receiver corp in the country, I'm going to believe what he says. So whoever the quarterback is will be first team all Big Ten at the end of the season. I will tell you who I think QB1 will be, which is who I believe will fill that spot at the end of the year. No running back right now. No running back. I think Muhammad Ibrahim will be first team all Big Ten at the end of the season. I think whoever the starting running back is for Ohio State, whoever gets the bulk of the carries, will be second team. Could be third team. But I believe second team will not be an honorable mention unless there's just somebody that plays bad and they just can't figure things out. Wide receivers, I think Alave and Wilson will be first team all Big Ten at the end of the season. I honestly think Wilson will, will wow us this year with the stats. I firmly believe that. Yes, Alave is amazing. I'm a believer in Chris Alave. But honestly, I, I believe, I have believed for a while. Garrett Wilson might be the better receiver, and Garrett Wilson will show up and show out this year in that. David Bell, the other person, other individual that I believe will be first team all Big Ten at the end of the season. All offensive line. I got Fair Mumford and Paris Johnson. I've been up in the air about Petit Frere at the other tackle spot or not. I know how good he is. I know what the stats are. I just think there might be a position or, you know how media members are, we're not going to vote two offensive, two offensive linemen, uh, two offensive tackles for Ohio State at that position. So I think the media might not put Frere there. I think the coaches might put Frere there. I think you're going to have a Paris Johnson Jr. and Thier Mumford combination. And I honestly think that with with – uh, Paris Johnson Jr., we're going to see a lot of the play that we saw late in the season when he was put into different positions to play due to injury and due to due to the COVID. And his players believe he will win a postseason award at some point to be the best offensive lineman in the country. I think we see flashes of that play throughout the entire season. Defensive tackle, Haskell Garrett. Defensive end, I'm going Tyreek Smith, not Zach Harrison. As many of you might say, when, Jason, when you heard defensive end, you may have thought Zach Harrison – I don't know what we're going to get from Zach Harrison this year. I do not. I I know what I'm getting from Ty, Tyreek Smith. I think I know what I'm getting from Zach Harrison. I don't think it's all Big Ten first team play a performance or production from him right now. Prove me wrong, please. Please prove, prove me wrong. But as of right now, it's Tyreek Smith for me, and that's it. No linebacker, no corner. As high as I am on seven banks, I think there's other phenomenal corners in the Big Ten. And for safety, I'm going Brandon Joseph over whoever plays safety for Ohio State. I think it's Josh Proctor. Brandon Joseph from the uh, from Northwestern University, I believe he will be the safety. So I got Stroud, Miller, or McCord, quarterback. Whoever wins that, I'll tell you at the end of the week. I can't let it out just yet. Wide receiver, Olave and Wilson. Uh, offensive line, Mumford and Johnson. D-tackle, Garrett. Defensive end, Tyreek Smith. I believe that will be it. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven individuals out of a possible 
22 spots. That's amazing, amazing. Could be more. Hopefully they prove me wrong and more Buckeyes find their way as all Big Ten honorees at the end of the season. Let's step away very quickly. When we come back, we will continue. We will continue our look at the quarterback competition. Today is all about C.J. Stroud. But first, check this out. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today. And when you do, make sure you use that friendly promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and it's all one word, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. If this is your first time watching or listening to Locked on Buckeyes, I want to say welcome. Or if it's your first time in a long time, I want to say welcome back and those of you that are watching via youtube right now you might see a little difference with the brightness of this video jay got a new webcam not the one that comes with your computer but a little one that i got off the amazon and let me just tell you this bad boy is the real deal i'm i'm happy i I, i'm more of an audio guy the video is wearing on me and seeing myself in this light the crisp the clearness of the picture i'm all for it. even my hat looks a little bit more red today and i love that because red is also my favorite color if this is your first time or first time in a long time welcome 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 subscribe on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast subscribe on youtube trying to get that to up over 100 subscribers before the beginning of the big 10 media days media days on two excuse me thursday morning quarterback competition Yesterday, we looked at Jack Miller III. Today, we're looking at C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is an individual that many people, when they see his name, when they hear his name, there have been rumblings, there have been, there have been talk, there has been discussion that the job is his. Is it? I don't know. We know how Ryan Day is. We know how Corey Dennis is. We know how the team is when it comes to keeping things in-house, keeping all the discussion to ourselves, to not let things get out and to not let people know what's going on with the competition. If you go to the Ohio State website, just like we did with Miller, we're going to do the same. We will do the same thing with Mr. Stroud. CJ Stroud stands six foot three, 215 pounds from Rancho 
Cucamonga High School in Rancho Cucamonga, California. He is a redshirt freshman, just like Mr. Uh, Miller III, a five-star prospect who was rated as a nation's number two pro-style quarterback and a top 50 player regardless of position, was one of the top performers at the Elite 11 Finals, earning MVP honors. Those of you follow, that follow me on Twitter, I believe it was on Monday evening, I shared a video that I saw on Twitter that highlights the performance of C.J. Stroud during that elite finals competition where he ultimately won MVP. Some more things from the Ohio State website in regards to C.J. Stroud. He had a spectacular senior season for Rancho Cucamonga and head coach Mark Verde throwing for 3,878 yards and 47 touchdowns in 13 games. Completed 66% of his passes, led Rancho Cucamonga to the state semifinals in a 9-4 and record. Amassed 6,221 yards, passing as a starter during his junior and, se- junior and senior seasons. There's a typo on the website. Had just 15 interceptions and 754 career pass attempts. Played in the All-American Bowl on January 4th in San Antonio, Texas. When I watch C.J. Stroud play the football, we've highlighted some things that Miller does good, things that he does bad. One thing I think that, or that he needs to improve, or not bad, that he needs to improve on. One thing that I think I love about C.J. Stroud, and when it comes to the quarterback competition, I kind of hinted at this yesterday. When it comes to Miller, when it comes to Stroud, when it comes to McCord, everything with these three individuals, it's very close. They're not, they're not, it's not a competition where they're going to be spread out and they're going to find themselves really, really struggling. And well, one guy has, it's not like, it's not like it's a Vince Young type of thing to a high school quarterback. No, Justin Fields. I don't know why I went with Vince Young. I'm doing a poll on Twitter and Vince Young had to type out some things today for him. It's not like Justin Fields to a high school quarterback. It's not like Justin Fields to a middle school quarterback. It's not like Aaron Rodgers to the backup quarterback at the team up north. I could have said the starter, but I'm trying to be delicate right now. Don't ask why. It's just the mood that I am in. So it's not that type of gap. You're going to have Miller, McCord, and Stroud that all bring something phenomenal to the table. One thing I highlighted yesterday, the mentals. The mentals separate you. Some guys can't process things quick enough. Some guys can't get the information that they see with their eyes to their brain and transfer that into the play that they have on the field. But one other thing I think that all one word that goes into all of that is intangibles. The intangibles of these players, of these athletes, will ultimately be what is there. Because somebody might have a, a stronger arm. Somebody might be better, more elusive. Jack Miller might run the read option better than any quarterback there. But as we have seen with Miller, we see with Stroud, we'll see with McCord tomorrow, all of these guys... They are phenomenal with the arm that they have been blessed with. And that's one difference from Day to Meyer that we highlighted last week. When it comes to C.J. Strauss intangibles, a lot of it's pre-snap. We saw some of that during the spring game. A lot of it is things that very instinctual with him from things that he has seen while he's been playing the football, things that he has picked up along the way. At the Elite 11 camp, the video that I saw, Trent Dilfer, quarterback and the guy that runs that camp, or he's a, I don't know if he runs the camp, he's a very vocal quarterback coach there. One thing we have seen from Trent Dilfer, and I have heard Trent Dilfer speak, Trent Dilfer has no problem relaying who he thinks is not 
the best. He has no problem displaying and talking about what he thinks somebody needs to work on. And over and over and over and over and over again, Trent Dilfer play after play after play after play after play was ranting and raving and hooping and hollering about the play, the throws that CJ Stroud was making, not only with a three-step, five-step, seven-step drop, a lot of those rollouts on the move, a lot of it was eluding a defender, maybe imaginary, maybe somebody that was a coach there, you had to get around. He did a phenomenal job making all of the throws. Now, that was high school on air. What a defense. What even 707? Nobody. So what, Jay, you may say, Jay, why are you going back that far to what you're seeing now? I think the intangibles that we have seen with CJ Stroud is one thing that I think Ryan Day loves. He has a phenomenal arm. He processes things quickly. And I do think the intangibles that CJ Stroud has are what is really might add, might provide him with the upper hand. And those are things that he's working on right now that he could continue to get better and improve his craft. I like CJ Stroud when I watch the football. Some Somebody on Twitter, the name escapes me when they reply to the video and they're excited about him playing the football. You look at a lot of people, there are rumblings that this is CJ Stroud's job. I, I, I'm not going to go that far just yet. You'll figure out who I am thinking of, who my pick is at the end of the week. Honestly, the final segment on Friday, we will discuss just that. C.J. Stroud, his intangibles, his arm strength, his ability to process, I think those things are next level. I think those things are things that coaches only wish and dream their, their quarterbacks have. He's not doesn't have the speed of Justin Fields. But in Ryan Day's offense, that speed that Fields has, you don't need that to be successful. A lot of it's up here mentally. Yeah, the physical stuff, the arm, um, the shoulder, I mean, all the motions, the feet, the hips. Uh, all of that stuff, that those things are needed. But I think, honestly, a lot of it's up here. Ryan Day knows the skill set of, of C.J. Stroud. Does he trust his mentals? Does he trust the intangibles that Stroud brings to the table? Those are things that I believe Ryan Day, Corey Dennis, and the other offensive coaches, Kevin Wilson, are discussing in regards to what they think the proper quarterback will need to have to possess so Ohio State is successful this year. One more time out. When we come back, my guy Ross Jackson, the host of Locked On Saints, will be with us once again to finish our Buckeye road trip in the NFL down in New Orleans. Honestly, over the next couple of days, we're going to halt the road trip on the NFL side, take a trip to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Media Days. But first, check this out. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor as well? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're definitely missing out. Coconut and coconut almond and cherry and raspberry and mint brownie and peanut butter brownie and double chocolate, even salted caramel. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17, 18 grams of protein. 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and four to five grams of net carbs. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. It is all one word. You will get 15% off 
your next order. I believe that's the wrong website because yesterday I know it was built.com. So try one of the two. I am reading out the promo right now. Go to built or builtbar.com and get that use that friendly promo code locked15 for 15% off at builtbar or built.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. And joining us once again to wrap up the Buckeye road trip down in Louisiana, it is Ross Jackson, the host of Locked On Saints. Every time Ross comes on, I like to joke around, goof off a little bit. And this is the fourth time Ross has been on the podcast. Those of you watching on YouTube can see the fresh face look. I don't know why it's taken me this long to mention this, Ross. That fresh look, no beard, oh, doesn't look bad know, on you, man. Don't look bad at all. It's not too bad, right? Like, it's it's July, and every July, I, I, I take the beard down, I reset, do some skincare, and then I immediately grow it back. But I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I think this might <laughs> stick around for a little while longer than usual, though, because I'm kind of digging it this time. It's not it's not, not a bad look. Not a bad look. Got the, got the dome that's fresh. The face yeah. is fresh. <laughs> a little bit going down there by the chin. It doesn't look bad at all. We have hit Michael Thomas. We have hit Nick Vanette. Hit your guy, Malcolm Jenkins. And then coming off, uh, the last but not least, three-time Pro Bowler, Pro Bowler last season, Marshawn Lattimore. Many Buckeye fans, they have loved Michael Thomas. They love Marshawn Lattimore as well. Yeah, and the New Orleans Saints fans feel the exact same way. Like, remember that uh, the year that Marshawn came out, 2017, after, you know, he also won Offensive Rookie of the Year that season. But every nobody thought that Marshawn Lattimore would make it outside the top 10. He ends up falling to 11. The New Orleans Saints had to jump all over that. So he was a, a big-time get for the New Orleans Saints and has proven his worth as a near top 10 corner uh, once he got into the NFL here over these past few seasons. Man, I hate talking about off-season nonsense. I hate talking about the 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 kerfuffle, as I mentioned it. Not the yeah. word I would use. I'd say some people listening might use that word to describe what happened to Michael Thomas in practice when he got, uh, I believe it was a fine suspension, all of that stuff. But also, little foolishness on Marshawn Lattimore's part. Little incident on March 25th. Got arrested. Possession of a loaded handgun. I believe they said it might have been a stolen gun as well. Is all that stuff behind him. I think that it's still ahead of him at the moment just because the the process, the legal process still has to play out. The fact that the legal process hasn't been rushed, however, is actually kind of good news. I mean, you look across the league at Frank Clark. Mm -hmm. My dude got tried, charged quickly. Mm -hmm. And so that moved on very quickly. With the Marshawn Lattimore incident, it was a routine sort of traffic stop that that all ended up coming down at. And there was no intent to violence. There was no 911 call. There was nothing like that that accompanied this. So I think while I think that it's still ahead of Marshawn Lattimore and that the process still has to play out, and of course the NFL's process will be independent of the actual legal process in Ohio, I don't think at this moment that it's going to be a huge deal uh, in terms of his off 
field life, if that makes sense. I don't think that there's going to be something to where he's going to have to do jail time over the offseason or anything like that. I think he'll probably end up with a probation, first-time offense, those types of situations, plea bargain, whatever. Uh, as for the NFL, we'll see exactly how it works out. One, two-game suspension is definitely possible uh, to open up the season, but ideally this all kind of... Uh, you know, ends up not being too big of a deal for Marshawn Lattimore or the New Orleans Saints. Does this stuff ever make you scratch your head, make you think it's a track record of bad decisions whenever you hear about athletes getting arrested for things like this? Not really. I mean, the only time that I ever really think about that is if there is truly a track record, right? I mean, like, you know, if something like this has happened multiple times, or if it hasn't, if there's a history of it, if it's a pattern, this doesn't seem like a pattern of or or anything that should really create concern around Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, he has been a great guy the entire time that he's been in New Orleans. I'm sure the Ohio State Buckeyes fans feel the same way about his time in Columbus. Like, this isn't something for him that is a pattern or that is something that see, that feels repeatable at any point. And I think it's I think New Orleans Saints look at it the same way. They're doing the right thing by taking their time waiting on the contract extension just simply because they don't know what's going to happen with a suspension and a suspension could mess with any guaranteed money that's done in the contract extension. So I wouldn't take any of that really as an indication of them being, you know, kind of nervous about giving him an extension or anything like that. I just think they don't want to mess with his money if we're being entirely honest. I mean, you look at Michael Thomas they did the same thing. They actually didn't suspend him. They just sat him, but they didn't issue him a mm. formal suspension because mm. it would take his guaranteed money and turn it into non-guaranteed the saints don't want to mess with his money there's too much respect between the the organization and the player i would expect to see the same thing with marshall Lattimore. how did you view or what kind of takeaways did you have from his play Lattimore's play during last season i think that you saw a player out there that's getting a lot of criticism for being inconsistent that's just getting a little bit overblown. I mean, he's still one of the best corners in the uh, in the NFL. And I think one of the things that makes him so special is not just his coverage stats. I mean, you can look at the fact that he allowed, what, two or that he had two interceptions last season. And you can say, oh, that's not enough. He's also coming off of a rookie year, which was an offensive rookie of the year year. It's where he had, or excuse me, a defensive rookie of the year, uh, where he had five interceptions and just played out of his mind as a rookie. And so, of course, there's going to be a high standard for him as a high first round selection that did what he did. But even despite all of that, one of the things that makes him so special in addition to all of that is his ability to play in run coverage. Marshall Lattimore had three separate plays, two in run coverage, as well as one in the passing game to where he either knocked away a pass or made a tackle for a loss on a fourth down. That's how good this guy is in, as a run support corner. And that's something that the Saints really, really value and that Marshawn Lattimore has always brought as an area of his game. It's something that's not going to be talked about. It's, not, it's something you're not going to see on the stat sheet, but it's something that NFL organizations, especially an organization like the New Orleans Saints, who hang their laurels on their run defense, absolutely recognize. Absolutely. And I ask you a question. It just popped into my head and looked down on my notes. Something about Malcolm Jenkins. I'm going to ask you the same thing about Marshawn Lattimore. What makes him so special? I think it's what I just mentioned, that, that the way that he can play and be viable across all of the different ways that you need to be on defense. He's somebody that is a good coverage corner, yes, but he's also somebody that's great in run support. He's somebody that can attack the flats. He's somebody that can you know break down on a wide receiver. He's somebody that can cover deep. He has incredible closing speed. I mean, there's just all of these very versatile 
flexible ways. He's multiple in terms of the ways that he can affect the game. We also saw him make a huge tackle on fourth down against the Los Angeles Chargers last year in an overtime game to help seal the victory on a fourth and six. He made a tackle on fourth and five against Mike Williams, who's a bit bigger than Marshawn Lattimore is mm-hmm. at five foot 11, six foot and just 190 pounds. And he was able to make that tackle and make that stop. I mean, Look, he might have given up 88 or 99 receiving yards in that game, but he also sealed the game for the New Orleans Saints. And it's those types of intangibles. It's those types of things that he's able to do in terms of him being able to have a short memory, get out there and still play with the confidence that he plays with, regardless of what the you know stat sheet might read for any given game. It's where he can still win you a game. That's pretty special. I can't go any further. Last but not least, no more Julio Jones in the NFC South means what for Marshawn Lattimore? A whole lot more attention getting ready and preparing for Mike Evans uh, every <laughs> every season yes. because because yes. that, <laughs> that that battle is something else every year, yo. That battle is something else every single year. The last two times that Mike Evans ended up matching up with Marshawn Lattimore, I think he walked away with five receiving yards. Uh, so you know, Marshawn lives for that competition, and I think that you'll also see him maybe uh, you know step his game up a little bit against Calvin Ridley, who's a fantastic okay. threat when it comes to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Meanwhile, I think you'll see C.J. Gardner-Johnson spending most of his time matching up with the other uh, former Gator coming into the NFL with Kyle Pitts. So those divisional games do continue to be very interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to see how Marshawn ends up uh, stepping his game up against some of these other guys over in Carolina as well. The New Orleans Saints defense tends to have a little bit of trouble with the shiftier guys. That's not exclusive to Marshawn Lattimore by any means, but Robbie Anderson, DJ uh, DJ Moore, and thankfully no longer Kurt to Samuel in that system, but still some good receivers over there to keep an eye out on. So, you know, the the attention maybe goes elsewhere now that Julio Jones isn't on that Atlanta Falcons team. Absolutely. Ross, this has been fun kicking off the Buckeye road trip around the NFL down in New Orleans, four different players. The road trip is over, but man, it has been enjoyable getting to know more about these former Buckeyes at their new home down in New Orleans and what we can expect from them during the 2020 NFL season ross thank you so much where can everyone check you out via social media and also the whole canal street kind of chronicle thing as well tell, tell them about that yeah absolutely so you can follow me on twitter at ross jackson nola n-o-l-a and of course you can always catch locked on saints wherever you get your podcast and on youtube and if you are somebody that loves the written word make sure you come and check out canalstreetchronicles.com as well the sb nation site covering some of your favorite buckeyes over with the new orleans saints Ross Jackson, this has been fun, man. Thank you so much for being the first stop and giving us so much information about these former Buckeyes, what we can see from them in the fall. This has been fun. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. Let me order you up a second line to get you out of the city, all right? The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.